used to talking to each other every day. And yesterday we we didn't we texted once, and that is so not like us. Oh my gosh, yeah, and just one time. You had a lot going. On. I had a lot going on. Uh, <laughs> for those of you that don't know, I have a couple of businesses. Um, some are more successful than others, um, but actually, you know, I have a couple of couple of businesses that have just started out just in the last two years, which is Power Rangers Playback with Cat. And then we have um, Ranger Stop and Pop. And then we have a company, Sets to Go, which is our our main bread and butter, which is a a set company. And then Sovereignty, which is my acting. But yesterday, we just had a fun little issue. Every business had a hit. (laughs) You know, you you have to find a way, you know, the whole customer service where you have to find a way to... To balance it out, please your customer, but also not feel like you're being bullied yeah. just because you're a small business. So we had a couple of hiccups yesterday. We were talking about how right now with the whole COVID and just the the situations, you don't know what to believe, what how to go. You know, I was telling you about my my husband's boat. So, so he bought a boat a couple of years ago and, you know, the taxes... <laughs> just seem to go up as opposed to decrease. Especially like, in California. Yes, like the, <laughs> like the values are increasing. I, I think it has a lot to do with COVID and people losing jobs. And so we got a, a tax bill that was substantially more than it was last year. And my, my husband was like, what? what? What is this? So we try to call and talk to somebody about it. You can't get somebody. You can't get anybody. No. <laughs> you can't. And then they're like, when he finally did, he did reach someone for a moment. They were like, you have to call back at this particular time and then you you can protest it, right? So he did all of the necessary things and then they sent a lien. So then he tried to call again. Nobody answers that's the phone. That's scary too. Right? Yeah, that's scary. And so we get this lien. We decide to pay it because we're like, we're just done. We're going to pay it. And uh, the lien is still there. We paid it a month ago. But it's like, you just remind me of something. When I first moved over here, (laughs) (laughs) I, um, obviously, you know, I'm 20 years old. I'm moving to a new country. So I, I just, I just listened to whoever was advising me, which was the accountant on the show. (laughs) And he advised me like, just to get on your feet, because we weren't making a million dollars an episode, Um, just until you get on your feet, why don't we... Um, just, you know, you won't claim as much tax. And I was like, okay. Oh. Mm, well, that didn't go so well <laughs> because I did not remember that I did that. And so I ended up getting like a $10,000 tax bill or something like that. And I was freaking out because I'd never dealt with anything like that. Like I thought the government was going to come and take my car. <laughs> oh my gosh. And my parents are like, calm down, just take a breath. And you can set up payments and all that. But my parents ended up being amazing and helped me, like, just so, and then I paid them off. Uh, so I wasn't paying interest. Because that's the other thing with taxes is if you don't pay it, it builds and it builds. Yes. And it's so overwhelming for people. You were so grateful that oh. you had parents that could afford yes. that. Yes. If I had that bill, I'd have that bill. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it was, it was, my parents were such a blessing. And yeah, what a gift to be able to, to do that. But there's many people that, that it, it just gets overwhelming and they don't want to look at it. And, and it's, it, if you, you dig your head in the sand, it, it just builds and yeah. gets worse and worse and worse. Yeah. And so that's my little tax story. <laughs> you know, it's funny that you, you were talking oh. about when you were on the show. And I remember 
<laughs> okay, so I remember being so excited when I first got Power Rangers, right? Mm-hmm. I was a student at UCLA. I was working at UCLA Catering. I was making probably about $500 a week or something like that. Which college. is great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? And so then, you know, I get this television show and I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, gosh, I'm about to be breaking it in. <laughs> and I literally got my first paycheck. Tears welled up in my eyes because I was like, I made more at UCLA <laughs> than I did in my right? first episode of Power Rangers. Oh my gosh, and that's I remember crazy. going up to the accountant's office and talking to the accountant and asking them about my taxes because I never had this problem before. Right. And they and he explained to me that they assume that you you make this amount of money every every yes, week or, so or whatever. Them. So they take half your check. Yeah. I was like, what, what is this? this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. But, you know, even right now, because of the epidemic that's happening and, you know, right now we're in such a hot spot. California is such yes. a hot spot. Yes. And uh, so many people are out of jobs. And, you know, I think both of us have been trying to lend a hand in everything that we can by donating, by making gift bags and, and so forth for people. But I think that our city is, you know, those that are in charge, maybe, you know, I, I heard that the taxes are going to be raising. that's not true. I, I, I hope so, too. That taking advantage of people when they're down, that's not, that's not good. Um, but it, it, it uh, it's just a really um, overwhelming time for, for, all, for everybody. I mean, it's overwhelming for the leaders. It's overwhelming for the people. Um, it, it's, it's really like, I've had to, I have to step away from the news myself because I I feel so overwhelmed and it, it it's it eats you up because you feel out of control and um, so I, I like make it a point like okay I'm not going to be ignorant I'm going to make sure I know something but when I start to feel those feelings come up I'm like okay step away do something positive because it's it it's really overwhelming for, for us. You get to a point where, and I don't know, listeners, if you if you guys have felt this way, there was so much so much has gone on this 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 year. I've had oh, wow. friends that continue to get COVID. Um, some have have overcome really greatly with no no problems, and others are still having issues. Mm-hmm. Um, friends that have lost jobs and. It, it's there's so much and then all of the politics and then the the, the racial tension going on I found myself like I haven't you know even telling you I was like I cannot watch television right now yeah. I start getting so infuriated and angry mm-hmm. and it was just so so much and mm-hmm. so you have to step away yeah and and it's funny because some you know as women I think we, we're used to venting like venting helps you kind of work through problems but in this particular situation, it actually infuriates and, and fuels the fire in you yeah. sometimes. And we, I mean, we've even had conversations sometimes about, you know, when, with everything that's going on in the world with the racial tension and stuff where, you know, Kia or me have had to say like, okay, we need to, can we talk about something else? Because it just, it, it's, it's just difficult. It's difficult conversation. And although we need to have those difficult conversations, it can, you need to also recognize like, okay, this is, this is taking me into a place that's not healthy for me. Right. Right. And you know what, what I appreciate about our situation are we come from two different worlds in a sense. You're from Australia. I'm from America. Yeah. You're Caucasian. I'm black. Yeah. And we're still sisters. Yeah. 
And so for us, let's just get to the to the to the nitty gritty how this has been. This COVID, the George mm-hmm. Floyd, the racial tension. There's been times where we have cried. Yeah. Because you have felt so almost paralyzed because you didn't know what to do to help support me. Mm-hmm. And then the, the the other side of that is I know how, you know, I would post things and, and you would read some of the, the comments that people would say on my page because I'm standing as a black woman and my, talking about my own experience and people don't recognize that um, I'm a human being and these are things that I've been and through. And you're a black woman. And, and thinking yeah. of you as... You know, Nick an animation character. Yeah, yeah, something. They don't think that there's a person behind that character. She's not Tanya Sloan from Power Rangers or, you know, uh, P- what was the sisters you played on Heart of Dixie? I'm oh, um, um, Pritzi. She's and not, Patty. that's not her. Like, she's she's a very animated, funny person. But but there's a there's a heart and a, and, and a real life behind all that and a history. And um, I remember saying to you in the beginning of all that when because it was it was so um, it was so painful in the in the very when this first began. And I remember crying and saying, I don't want our friendship to end. Please yeah. don't ever like please always talk to me. And it made me really upset to think that I even had to consider that because that was never even it wouldn't have even entered my mind but it's such a raw it was so raw and it is so raw but in the beginning it was really intense it was and just to be candid um my husband is white Mm -hmm. so my kids are biracial yeah you know and and how did how did they feel about that like was it, was it, I'm really curious, I've never actually asked you that, but did they feel, um, did they feel enraged as because they're half black or did they feel like they weren't connected to it as much because they're half black? One, I felt, my older son felt connected because he would pull up videos, he would see things and he would get enraged. Right. My younger one was like, whatever. Really? Yeah, he was not, oh, that's he, he identifies and understands, um, but it wasn't, he chose to not allow it to affect him. Which is probably healthier, but. Yeah, but but then you're also, like you need to recognize what's going on in the world. So I would have conversations with them and I would, I would actually ask them questions about how they're feeling. Mm. What do they think? Because mm. you're half me and, and, and you're half your dad. Because sometimes I think we get trapped and that's where it happens with the, the media as well. Yeah. We watch, Certain news channels which cater to one what side we, and what we believe, and what we believe, mm-hmm. without seeing the other side. So yeah. uh, it's it's it it's so important to to read everything. And my husband can be like that too. Very one track mind, and and I always say you ha- there is always ten sides to a to a situation. You have to know that there's different there's different perspectives and you don't know that person's perspective unless you've walked in their shoes. I had, um, I had a moment with my daughter in the beginning of it too, because, um, at my church, one of um, their mentors is an African-American guy, really amazing, great influence on my kids. And I adore him. And, um, he had posted a testimonial of some things that he'd gone through in his life. And he's a Christian man, a beautiful man. My son worships him. (laughs) Not that he should have gone first, but um, I I had the kids watch it. And Callum kind of detached himself from it. 
and was like, poor Robbie, and then, then he just kind of moved on, like he didn't want to face face it. Yeah. My daughter was bawling, like bawling, and I'm like, I'm, I, and I was like, should I have shown her that? And then I was like feeling guilty, and so I, I hugged her and I said, what? why are you so upset? Like, is it just because you're sad that that happened to Robbie? And she said, I feel guilty for being white. Oh, no. And I was like, hold on a second. Like, I said, you cannot take on, you can't take that on. Right. He's sharing this experience because he's trying to help you understand his journey and he's trying to help people see it's not he's not blaming you it's it's a it's an eye-opening eye-opening thing um so it was it was hard as a mom for me as a white mom as an Australian white mom like I didn't grow up here so I have a different relationship with racism in my own country to what it is here so I had to try and figure out that part of it too and then she has Auntie Kia and she has Auntie Karen she we have a very mixed bunch of people in her life and um so and she had never thought about it yeah. I mean she's only you know 14 she shouldn't have had to think about it so much but it's it's being put in our face to face it and I think that's important mm-hmm. we have to face it but it's hard as a mom it's yeah. really hard as a mom I think that people need to recognize that we are all individuals and often yes. I, I hate that Lily felt that way that she she felt embarrassed to be white. Yeah. Like no one should ever feel embarrassed to be anything because she shouldn't have to pay for the sins of anybody that's, you know, a racist person that happened to be white. I shouldn't have to pay for the sins of um, an African-American person that chose to make the wrong decisions. We are all individuals. We're all going to make our choices. There are good people in every race and there are awful people in every race. Absolutely. And it's just recognizing that we are not all the same, but we need to all be treated the same. Equally. Equally. Mm -hmm. Everyone matters. Everyone needs to be treated the same. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah, that really hurt me to hear. I remember you telling me that yeah. Lily had said that. Yeah, it, it's it's what I, I love about this younger generation, though, is there is there is a um, an awakening happening amongst them that, you know, we, we've talked about how um, there's things like I was telling you, um, I had hesitated to say to an African-American lady that her hair was beautiful. I'd, I'd held back from saying that because I'd listened to an episode of Emmanuel Ocho where he was saying where this woman was annoyed because white women were touching her hair. And and I was going, like, it may, had to make me go, okay, I I have a, a, a she will tell you. <laughs> I, I don't, I think a lot of people are beautiful. I do see the beauty in most people. Which I think is great. Yes, and I compliment people a lot. And so it made me take a step back because I thought I would hate for, to, to compliment someone and say you're beautiful and for her to feel like I'm being condescending right? because that's not what my heart is. But this is a good thing because we're now being more aware of the things that are coming out of our mouths and how that person it feels like that's good that's having empathy you know um so it was at first it 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 bothered me that I was doing that I had to edit myself but then I thought no I just need to be more aware of the way I say things you know coming obviously when you do that with me it's a totally I've known you for 20 something years exactly 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 so you know growing up 
um, I was in a product in my elementary school. I was um, the only African American child out of sixty students. We wow. were called the um, the ACT team, academically gifted and talented. I was very low in reading, but very high in math. Yeah, you can. And, well, <laughs> I, I love numbers. <laughs> um, and then just being surrounded by these these group of people mm. within the first year, I got to grade level in my in my reading, but. Being the only African-American kid in there, there were several times where, um, and I was young, so I didn't quite understand. People would say to me, you are so pretty to be black. Um, and I, I remember being young and being, thank you. Like it was a compliment. And do you I, think as a kid though, you just heard pretty and you didn't necessarily connect to that part? I, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, that was really nice. And then when I got to college, I remember I was out dancing, getting my groove on. I was like, <laughs> woo! This guy asked me to dance. I'm out there. And he was like, gosh, you are so pretty to be black. And you went ding, 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 It was ding. like the entire, <laughs> Yeah, there were probably about a thousand people in there getting their groove on. I felt like everything went, yeah. and just stopped. And I was like, and I just went off. Because you because realized where it was coming from. I realized that's not a compliment. Are yes. you trying to say that I am the exception? You should have said, what, what was his nationality? <laughs> it says, doesn't even. You're really, you know, ugly to me. But see, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to do that because I, I know how I felt. I know how I feel when people say, say that, that to me. That's so um, But I did have to put him in his place. And then I left him on the dance floor by Good. himself. Good. But it's like recognizing when you're complimenting people and when you're offending people. And right. sometimes we don't always recognize that. But there's so many things. I mean, even, even to this day, I'm 46 years old. I travel the world. Well, not right now because of conventions. Yes. But even, even now, you know, Racism still does exist. You were with me. Of course. <laughs> You've been with me. Yeah. Where I was the only person not served at a table of 10. Mm. You know, I've walked in stores and been followed around. And and if I come in there with a bag, so so it still exists. So I don't want to put, you know, put a cape over a fire and pretend like it, it doesn't real. exist. But what my hope is for the world is that we would we would start looking at people's inside from the inside out yes. and recognize the beauty that exists beyond the shield Judge a person that by the character, not by the color of their skin. Yes. That is a dream, and he had that dream, and that is my dream, too. I mean, I just, I, I, I have never judged someone that way. I, I can truly say that. I, I really have not befriended people because of their culture, the way they live, who, how much money they have. I, I befriend people because I connect to their heart. Yeah. And so I didn't get that. And then I remember when I was on the show and Karen took me to Glam Slam, Princess Nightclub. <laughs> and remember little, little, you know, I am white as white can be, like see-through white. <laughs> You are a beautiful <laughs> You are uh, a lavish so cream color. Cream. I'm creamy. <laughs> anyway, I um she takes me to this club and I walk in and and I am immediately intimidated because everyone is just dancing like 
they have groove and I'm, I'm a ballerina, so I'm a little stiff on the dance floor. And so I'm sitting and I'm watching Karen and her friends dance and I was too embarrassed, to be quite honest, to get up and dance. I was like, oh, hell no, I'm not dancing here. I'll look like a fool. So I'm sitting on a speaker and this very handsome man comes towards me, African-American man, and uh, he says, do you want to dance? And I was like, oh, I'm okay. And he looked me up and down like I was a piece of poop on the floor. Wow. And he walked away and I I looked around and he, he went to his friends and they were talking about me. Mm. And, and I, I suddenly felt like, oh, my gosh, he thinks I am being racist. I, I had that, mo- that moment and I felt it back at me. Mm. And I, it was the first time I felt what that felt like, you know. Yeah. And... It was because I was embarrassed. That was the truth. There was right. no nothing racist at all going on there. But that's how he felt. Right. I, I heard him somehow. So this is the point, right? This is what where we need to get to is the, seeing each other and, and also clarifying sometimes. Like, did you mean it that way? Because this is what I heard. Did you, when you say I'm pretty, are you saying I'm pretty or are you saying I'm pretty because I'm different? Like, what do you mean by that? Like, clarifying. I don't know that I would need a clarification for you <laughs> saying you are pretty to be black. That, that solidified that it for one, me. That one, that one, maybe not. Maybe just a in the face. <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't with you in that, at that time. Oh my gosh. But, but yeah, I think it's, it's good. It's good conversation and it's important to communicate and clarify things. You know, we, we don't do that enough. I think people also, you, you said this earlier that, um, people have a tendency that if you've been on television, you've been, you know, acting and you continue to act or whatever, people categorize you in a different category and they yeah. think that certain things don't happen to you. They do. Yeah, like we had that conversation about um, who were we talking about? The basketball player, I think. LeBron. It was. LeBron. How um, he had said something, and I don't, I can't even remember what it was, but it was something in the media, and people, he was being demonized for that, like, oh, he doesn't know. And you said people don't know what his life was like before he became famous. You exactly. don't know his story. And it's true, we don't. And even before he, I mean, even while he's famous, not everybody in the world knows him. Right. Because he could go to the Middle East or he could go to, you know, another country or and, and people where basketball see, isn't like exactly. it is here. That's true. And he'll walk inside and they'll see yeah. a tall black man. And right. some people may be intimidated just because it's a tall black man that they, you know. Right. So it's 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 recognizing that everybody is human. Everybody experiences things. But seeing the beauty in the person inside mm-hmm. as opposed to outside. Yeah. Yeah. That's. That's somewhere we've got a long road to go, but um, but I do have hope that we can get there. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Ah!